Good Sunday morning, Miss Evelyn. Good Sunday morning to you. How's your hammer hanging today? Well, pretty good. Pretty good. Just watch the news, though. So anytime you watch the news, it's kind of, you know, time to get out the old blood pressure machine and see if it's off the charts. <laughs> yeah, I can feel my blood pressure rising 30 points oh. just watching the newscast. Yep. Uh, they talked today about climate change. That's another spooky area. I know. It really is. People, to me, that don't really realize something's going on. People who can't say that things are crazy have to be kind of, you know, living in a shack someplace. Crazy weather inclination that there is something going on with the, with the climate. And we've been warned about that for, what, 100 years and absolutely doing very little about it. I know a long time, and then the poor people who are getting struck by it, I meant over and over again because of where they live in the United States is, I don't know how they do it. Financially, I don't know how they do it. I meant mentally, I don't know how you do it. I meant how can you rebuild your home every year, you know, on the East Coast and have to be rescued out of fires in California? Practically, the whole state's burn up, and then been reading all the things about the harvesting through the Midwest and everything, the fires. I've never heard of all the things that's been happening with the blasts and everything blowing crops down and then all the fires that are catching in the machinery. They had one that was just sitting out during the night and it caught fire and burned up grain trucks and Combines. I feel sorry for all of them. It just how do you how do you cope with that? Whenever I see a story on climate change, my mind automatically goes to grandchildren, and I think, mm. well, you know, you and I are going to stumble along here for however long we've got. But hey, our grandkids have a long, long time, and what happens with the uh, planet is going to directly affect them each individually and personally. In another 50 years, can you possibly live on this planet outside? People are going to be, you know, in little bubbles someplace so that they can breathe and manufacture their own air. And I think it's time that a lot of people stopped worrying about how much money they were going to make on different things and put that toward uh, saving the planet. A real feel-good segment of CBS Sunday Morning was Randy Long and his buckets of baseballs. Oh my gosh, I nearly cried with that one. But what amazed me is when he went to the park uh, to pitch, pitch into that kid and everything, that was really beautiful. He was a grandpa who had uh, played baseball with his children And his children grew up, as they do, and moved on, as they do. And he was cleaning uh, his house, and he found that bucket of balls, and instead of throwing them away, he took them over to the local ball field and left a note that he missed playing pitch and catch with his own children and hoped that these balls would uh, help another child. Well, the parents of a little boy found it and got uh, Randy Long and brought him, and uh, he participated in a in a game of uh, pitch and catch and ended up uh, being a surrogate grandfather to the little boy. It was just a beautiful story. Christopher Cross had quite a feature on the Sunday morning. Oh, yes. I thought it was uh, very good. When you get the flu, 
they talk about the flu is just like the, this pandemic, but it's not because when you got the flu, I meant that, sure that people died from it, but at the same time, usually there weren't any bad lingering effects from it. A couple of weeks, you went on about your business and your life. This little virus that gets into you, it has a lingering effect, I guess, that will stay with a lot of these people the rest of their lives. Like he was doing pretty good with the virus and then all of a sudden he got worse and I mean he couldn't he couldn't even walk. He couldn't even use his legs or anything and and now he's found that his memory is foggy and that he's he's having to learn to walk all over again. I was just sitting and watching him and I thought his music is so soothing and relaxing and um happy like. I thought, thank the good Lord that he still seemed to have his voice. So that was wonderful. I thought it was really great that he did share his story with Sunday morning because uh, that makes people, you know, stop and think what can happen to you. The 69-year-old wrote the uh, number one song, Sailing, and hit song. The question I have is, why do people still question whether you can get the virus? I don't understand that at all but sometimes people who think they can't get anything don't and then (laughs) you do so I I don't understand their reasoning why they think they are so special how do you say it when you see something like that that it's not real insane insane I wished he would have gone a little deeper into his religious thoughts because he said he got to the point where there was nothing working. Then he sought help from, he said, whatever and whoever, he or she. And I was hoping that there would be a little more identification and a little more commitment. It just seemed like it was all about him. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, I didn't think that. I think sometimes people have a problem to be forthcoming with who they really talk to in their darkest days. So I think a lot of people say, you know, I talked to the man upstairs. They won't say, you know, I talked to God or to, prayed to Jesus. Or I didn't. I just thought that that was, it was okay with me. I mean, I understand what he was saying. Christopher Cross, uh, his statement, look, people, it could happen to you. Elliot Gould had a uh, exercise that he had committed himself to, and that was memorization. He was memorizing Shakespeare. Oh, I know. I thought that was neat. It's funny how each person uh, copes with the pandemic and what they do to that sort of thing. And I know you are memorizing the books of the Bible. What was that? <laughs> that was the uh, lost book of the Bible. A couple of final notes. Uh, you remember Tab whenever it started? Oh, yes. I love Tab. Didn't they made it sound like it was horrible. They said it had a very unique taste, but I guess it did. But yeah, I like Tab. But the funny part about it now being gone was I didn't realize it was still here. (laughs) The one I hung on to that I love is Fresca. Way back when I had the Western store, Fresco was the newest drink that didn't have a very many calories. I couldn't wait and finally found it again, but now it's hard to find every once in a while. I had forgotten that it wasn't here at all. Well, Tab was created to battle diet right. Oh, diet right. Mm. Diet, yeah. Diet right was the best 
diet Coke-like product that um, I thought there was. And it had the right name. Okay. Diet. Oh, diet. (laughs) Yes, as we're on our diet and fighting tooth and nail. And finally, on the morning newscast this morning, they had a scene of snow. Oh, I know. The first thing I looked at and I thought, oh my gosh, it's snowing. It's so pretty. And then all of a sudden I got this chill because it was kind of not snow yet. It was kind of wet. And I got cold just sitting here watching. And I thought, no, (laughs) no, no, it's getting cooler here. So no, I'll, I'll take this. I always loved snowfall, the fresh snowfall. That's what I like. Oh, I love the big driving snowstorm. Get out and get into it and enjoy it. But after it quits snowing, uh, everything after that, you can have snowfall. Oh, I don't know. If I think of it now about being back on the farm and everything, oh, I used to love to see it snow. And then I remember a couple of times when it snowed and I was home and I was down at the what we called the little house, the thrill to me was actually to get out and walk from the little house down to the main farmhouse. I loved staying inside because if I saw that it was snowing, first thing I did was put on the homemade vegetable soup. And then the second thing my mom and dad always did when it snowed, I don't know why snowing did it, but they made their own caramel corn. And that was a big deal at our house because my mom did it in what we called a great big wash pan, great big white ceramic-like pan. Oh, that was the deal. And you always ate it while it was still just a little warm. Oh my gosh. Now I miss it. (laughs) When we were all on the farm, uh, Thursday was wash day and Kirby would go through and and clean out the icebox and make what we called Thursday stew. It was a combination. It wasn't chili, but it was stew that Kirby emptied the icebox. You talk about great eating. I used to eat a big bowl, and then I'd get a bunch of crackers and eat crackers with Kirby's Thursday stew. It makes me shudder because I cleaned out the icebox here the other day, and you would not want to make stew out of what I cleaned out of that. Oh, I meant that little green stuff that grows on it, and then no. I don't know why. Always before when you told me that story, I had warm feelings of vegetable soup and chili and everything. But I guess since I had just cleaned out the icebox and there were a few things growing hair, (laughs) it made me want to go, no. (laughs) No, we didn't have a refrigerator. It was an icebox. It well, was a it was <laughs> it was a container where you put a chunk of ice in the top of the uh, ice box. Uh, you had a card in the front window, and on the card was four numbers: twenty-five, seventy-five, uh, fifty, and a hundred. And whichever number was up, as the ice man went by, he saw that if it was twenty-five, he would hook on to a twenty-five pound chunk of ice and he would bring it in you didn't have any uh, conversation or anything and you paid for your ice man i guess i don't know how they paid for it i'll have to ask kirby or don mary lou may know but then you have to remember evelyn the things in our ice box didn't stay in there very long because it was an ice box when the ice melted you didn't have any cool oh that's true That's true. And you also had a few more people at your house than I had at my house. So there probably wasn't ever too much left at all. No. 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 
Anything left in there was fair game. <laughs> it was like a pack of dogs uh, opening that icebox. And can't ever say enough about Kirby's Thursday Soup. Well, that was a good uh, newscast this morning. Uh, I noticed as the uh, news progressed, you started mopping your hair and oh, I know. anxiety. I know. I run my hands through my hair and I do these little curls with my fingers and don't even know I'm doing it most of the time or why. So... Maybe I do that instead of my blood pressure going up. So let's thank the good Lord for the quality and quantity of life he gives us, has given us, are given us, and will give to us with emphasis on quality, great emphasis on quality. And uh, I'll check in with you later. Okie dokie. I'll be right here. Have a great Sunday. Thank you.